Act 1, Scene 2 opens on Saturday morning as Mama and Banita younger cleaning the apartment and waiting for the insurance check to arrive. Rath is at doctor's office but no one knows the reason behind it. Joseph Asaga calls Banita, who was Banita's school friend, and Banita invites him to stay with them. Rath comes home and tells about her pregnancy and everyone was stressed about it. Travis, the sole idle one, is leaning on his arms and looking out of the window. Grandma, the stuff Benny is using smells awful. Can I go downstairs, please? Uh, did you get all the chores done already? I aren't saying you're doing much. Yes, I finished early. Uh, where did Mama go this morning? She had to go on little errand. The phone rings. Benita runs to answer it and reaches it before Walter, who has entered from bedroom. But where? To tend to her business. Hello? Yes, he is. It's Willie Harris again. Hello, Willie. Did you get the papers from the lawyer? No, not yet. I told you to maintain the, uh, sorry, the mailman doesn't get here till 10.30. No, I'll come there. Yeah, right away. Brother, where did Rath go? How should I know? Oh, come on, Grandma. Can I go outside? Oh, I guess so. You stay right in front of the house, though. Keep a good look for the postman. Yes. Travis starts into bedroom for stickball and bat and renters and sneak Benita on her knees, spraying under sofa with behind up upraised. He edges closer to the target and takes aim and let her have it. She screams. Leave them poor little cockroaches alone. They aren't bothering you none. He runs as she swings the spray gun at him and playfully. Grandma, Grandma, look out there, girl, before being spilling some of the stuff on that child. That's right, look out now. And he exists. I can't imagine that I wouldn't hurt him. It has been never hurt the Rogers. Well... Little boy hides aren't as tough as Southside, Rogers. You better get over there behind the bureau. I see you marching out of like, like Napoleon yesterday. There's really one way to get rid of them, Mama. How? Set fire to this building. Mama, where did Rath go? To doctor, I think. The doctor? What's the matter? You don't think? Now I aren't saying what I think, but I aren't never been wrong, but a woman neither. The phone rings. At the phone, hello. Well, did you get back? And how was it? Of course, I have missed you in my way this morning. No house cleaning and all, and mama hates it if I let people come over when the house is like this you have well that's different what it is oh well what the hell come on over right see you then she hangs up who is that you inviting over here with this house looking like this you aren't got the bride you was born with 
Asa guy doesn't care about how house look mama. He is an intellectual. Who? Asa guy. Joseph Asa guy. He's an African boy I met on campus and he's been studying in Canada all over summer. Uh, what's his name? Asa guy Joseph. He's from Nigeria. Oh, that little country that was founded by slaves way back? No, mama. That's Liberia. I don't think... I don't think I never met no African before, I guess. Well, do me a favor, please. Don't ask him a whole lot of arrogant questions about Africans. I mean, do they wear clothes and all that? Well, now, I guess if you think we so arrogant around here, maybe you shouldn't bring your friend here. It's just the people ask such crazy things. All anyone seems to know about when it comes to Africa is Tarzan, why should I know anything about Africa? Why do you give money at church for the missionary work? Uh, well, that's to help save people. Uh, you mean save them from healthinism? Uh, yes. I am afraid they need more salvation from the British and the French. Ruth comes in formally and pulls her coat off with dejection. They both turns to look at her. Well, I guess from all the happy faces everybody knows. You pregnant? Lord have mercy, I hope. It's a little old girl. Travis ought to have a sister. Benita and Ruth gives her a hopeless look for this grandmotherly enthusiasm. How far all along are you? Two months. Did you mean to? I mean, did you plan it? Was it an accident? What do you know about planning or not planning? Oh, Mama, she's 20 years old, Lena. Did you plan it, Ruth? Mind your own business. It's my business. Where is he going to live on the roof? There is a silence following the remark as three women react to the sense of it. Gee, I didn't mean that, Ruth. Honest, Gee, I don't feel like that at all. I think it's a wonderful... Uh, wonderful? Yes, really. So there is a sudden commotion from the street and she goes to the window to look out. What on earth is going out on there, these kids? They are as they throw open the window, the shouts of children raising up the street. She sticks her head out to see better and calls up. Travis, Travis, what are you doing down there? Oh Lord, they're chasing a rat. Ruth covers her face with hands and turn away. Tell the young to get himself up here at once. Travis, come upstairs at once. Chasing a rat. Doctors say everything going to be all right. Yes, she says everything is going to be fine. She? What doctor you went to? Ruth just look at Mama meaningfully and Mama opens to speak as Travis burst in. Travis, excited and full of narrative coming directly to his mother. Mama, you should have should have seen the rat. Big as cat, honest. He shows an exaggerated size with his hands. The rat was really cutting and Bubbler caught him, his heel and the janitor, Mr. Breton, got him with stick. They, uh, and then they got him in a corner and bam, bam, bam. He was still jumping around and bleeding like everything too. There's a rat blood all over the street. 
Ruth reaches out suddenly and grabs her son without even looking at him and clamps her hand over his head and holds his him. And Mama crosses them rapidly and takes the boy from her. You hush up now, talking all the terrible stuff. Travis is sitting his mother with sudden expression. Bretha comes quickly and takes him away from the grandma and urges him to the doctor. You go back outside and play, but not with any rat. She pushes him gently out the door with the boy straining to see what's wrong with his mother. Ruth, honey, what's the matter with you? You sick? Ruth has her first clenched on her thighs and it's fighting her to express a scream that seems to be rising in her. Um, what's the matter with her, mama? Working her fingers on Ruth's shoulder to relax her. She'll be all right. Women get right depressed sometimes when they get her way. Speaking softly, expressed rapidly. Now you just relax. That's the girl. Just lean back. Don't think about nothing at all. Nothing at all. I'm all right. The glacy-eyed look melts and then she collapses into the fit of having heavy sobbing. The bell rings. Oh my God, that must be a sigh. Come on now, honey. You need to lie down and rest a while. Then have some nice hot food. They exist. Rath waits on her mother-in-law, Benita, herself profoundly disturbed opens the door to admit a rather dramatic looking young man with a large package hello alayo holding the door open and regarding him with uh, with pleasure hello welcome in and please excuse everything my mother was very upset about letting anyone come here with the place like this uh, you look disturbed too is something wrong with you still the door is yes we have all got acute Get a smile and comes towards him, finding a cigarette and sitting. So sit down now. Wait. She whips the spray gun off sofa when she had let it and puts the cushion back. At last, perches an arm off sofa and he sits. So how was Canada? Canadian. Uh, Asai, I'm very glad you're back. Uh, are you really? Yes, very. Why? You were quite glad when I went away. What happened? Uh, you went away. Uh, before, you wanted to be so serious before that was time. How much time uh, there been before one knows what one's feel? Stealing the particular conversation, her hands pressed together in a deliberately childish gesture. What did you bring me? Uh, open it. See. Eagerly opening the package and drawing out some records, the colorful robes of Nigerian women. Oh, Asai, you got them all for me? How beautiful! And that records too. I shall have to teach you to how to drap it properly. Oh, uh, play day, okay? Uh, you wear it very well. Multi layered hair and all. My hair, what's wrong with my hair? Uh, you were born with it like that? Uh, no, of course not. Uh, how then? You know, uh, perfectly well how, as crinkingly as yours. That's how. Uh, it's ugly to you and that way. Oh, no, not ugly. But it's so hard to manage when it's well raw. And so to accommodate that, you menu 
met multilate at every week uh it's not multilation who <laughs> oh, please i'm only teasing you because you are so very serious about the th these things do you remember the first time you met at school you came up to me and you said i thought you were the most serious little thing i have ever seen uh you said Mr. Asagi, I, wa I want very much to talk with you about Africa. You see, Mr. Asai, I'm very looking for my identity. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, it's true that that's not so much a profile of a Hollywood queen as perhaps as Queen of Neil. But what does it matter? A similization? It's so popular in your country. Uh, I'm not an assimilationist. Such a serious one. Huh. So you like the ropes? You must take excellent care of them. They are from my sister's personal wardrobe. Uh, you send all the way home for me? For you. I would do much more. Well, that's what I came for. I must go. Uh, will you come on Monday? Uh, yes, we have a great deal to talk about. I mean about identity and time, all that. Uh, time? Yes, about how much time you need to know what ones feel. Uh, you see, you never understand that there's a more than one kind of feeling which can exist between a man and a woman, or at least they should be. No. Between a man and a woman, there is need to be only one kind of feeling. I have that for you. Now, even right this moment. I know. It's by itself. It won't do. I can find that anywhere. For a woman, it should be enough. I know, because that's what I say in all the novels the men write. But it isn't go ahead and... I'm not interested in being someone's little episode in America or one of them. That's funny as hell. Uh, it's not every African girl I have known has said to me, white, black, this is you, all you same, and the same speech too. Hiyak. This is how you can be sure that the world's most liberated women are not liberated at all. You all talk about it too much. So Mama enters and immediately all the social charm because of the presence of guest. Oh Mama, this is Mr. Asage. How do you how do you do? How do you do, Mr. Younger? Please forgive me for coming at such an outrageous hour on Saturday. Well, you are quite welcome. I just hope you to understand that our house don't always look like this. You must come again. I would love to hear all about North your country. I think it's so sad the way our American Negroes don't know nothing about Africa, Captain and all that. All that money they pour in these churches when they ought to be helping you people over the drive out them French and Englishmen don't take away your land. The mother flashes a slightly superior look at her daughter upon completion of recitation. Uh, yes, yes. How many miles it is from here where you come from? Uh, many thousands. 
I bet you don't have look after yourself being away from your mom either. I expect you better come around here for times to time to get yourself some decent home cooked meals. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I must go. I will call you Monday, Alayo. Uh, what's the what's that he call you, Alayo? I hope you don't mind if what was called a nickname, I think. It's a your view word. I'm a your view. It's your boy. Look, I thought he was from uh, Nigeria in my country. Yorba is my tribal origin. You didn't tell us what Alayo means. For all I know, you might be calling me little idiot or something. Uh, well, let's see. I don't know how you just explain it. The sense of thing can be so different when it changes language. You are awaiting. Really? It's difficult. I mean, it means one who bread, food is not enough. That's all right. Oh, thank you. Well, that's nice. You must come I see again, mister. Uh-huh. Yes, come again. Goodbye, he exists. So mama after him. Lord, that's pretty thing. You just went out here. Yes, I guess I see why you done commence to get interested in Africa around here. Missionaries, my aunt Jenny, she exists. Mama. She picks up Nigeria dress and holds it up to her in front of the mirror again. She sets her hair again and clutches at it and then replaces the headness and fronds it herself. Then she starts to wriggle in front of the mirror as she thinks a Nigerian woman might. Travis enter and stand regarding him. What's the matter, girl? You cracking up? Shut up. She pulls the headdress off and look at himself in the mirror and clutches at her hair again. Uh, then suddenly she gets her raincoat and kerchief and hurriedly prepares for going out. She's resting now, Travis, baby. Run next door and ask Miss Johnson to please let me have a little kitchen cleanser. This is Hake and Auntie as Jacob's cattle. I just came in. Do you... Do as you told. Where are you going? To become a queen of Neil. She exists in breathless blaze of glory. Rath appears in the bedroom doorway. Who told you to get up? I'm nothing wrong with me to be lying in bed for. Where did Benny go? Far as I could make up to Egypt. What time it is to getting to? Then 20. And the main man going to ring the bell this morning, just like he done every morning to the last umpteen years. Travis come in with the cleanser can. She says, tell you, she don't have much. Lord, some people I could name sure is tight fisted. Marks two cans of cleanser down the list there. If she that hard up for kitchen cleanser, I sure don't want to forget to get her none. Uh, maybe this woman is just short on cleanser, much baking powder.
as she done borrowed them from me all years she could often go on in the baking business the bell sounds suddenly and sharply and all the three are stunned serious and silent mid speech in spite of all other conversation and distractions of the morning this is why they have been waiting for even travis who looked helpless from his mother to the grandmother rat in first to come the life again get down them steps boy travis snaps to the life and flies out to the mail you mean it done really come oh miss lena well i don't know what we all so excited about round here for well known it was coming for months that's whole lot of different from having it come and being able to hold it in your hands a piece of paper worth 10000 Travis burst back into the room. He holds the envelope high above his head. Little dancer, his face is radiant and he is breathless. He moves to his grandmother with sudden slow ceremony and puts the envelope in his uh, in her hands. She accepts it and then mercifully holds it and looks at it. Come on, open it. Lord have mercy. I wish Walter Lee was here. Open it, grandma. Now you all be quiet. I just a check. Rat, open it. Now, don't act silly. You aren't never been no people to act silly. Uh, we are never been none before. Open it. Mama finally makes a good strong tear and pulls out the thin blue slice of paper and inspects it closely. The boy and his mother study rapidly over the mama's shoulders. Travis. Is that their right number of zeros? Uh, uh yes, ten thousand dollars. Grandma, are you rich? Ten thousand dollars, Rat. Ten thousand dollars they gave you. Ten thousand dollars. Uh, what's the matter with the grandma? She don't she want to be rich? You go out and play now, baby. Travis exists. Mama starts wiping dishes absently, humming intently to herself. Ruth turns to her with kind of exaggeration. You have gone and got yourself upset. I expect if it wasn't for you all, I would just put the money away or give it to church or something. Uh, now, what kind of talk is that? Mr younger you've just be plain mad if she could hear you talking foolish like that yes he sure would you got enough to do with that money all right where did you go today girl uh, to doctor now rat you know better that than that old doctor john is strange enough in his way but they aren't nothing about him make somebody slip and call him she like you done this morning well that's what happened my tongue slipped you went to see that woman didn't you uh what woman talking about that woman who um water did come in can you give people a question greeting before you start asking about money Did it come? Can you give people a question and greeting before you start asking about money? Did it come? 
Bharat unfolds the check and lays it quietly before him, watching him intently with thoughts of her own. Water sits down and grasps it and close and counts off the zeros. Ten thousand dollars. He suddenly, uh, frantically to his mother and draws some paper out of the breast pocket. Mama, look, old Willie Harris put everything on the paper. Son, I think he ought to talk to your wife. I'll go on and leave you alone if you want. Can I talk to her later, Mama? Look, son, Walter, will somebody please listen to me today? I don't loan yelling in this house, Walter Lee. You know it. Walter stares at them in the frustration and starts to speak several times. And there aren't going to be no investing in no liquor store. But mama, you aren't even looked at it. I don't aim to have to speak on that again. You aren't looking at it. You don't aim to have to speak on that again. You aren't even looked at it. You have decided. Well, you tell that to my boy tonight when you put him to sleep on the living room couch. Yeah, tell it to my wife, mama, tomorrow when she has to go out he here to look after somebody else's kid. And tell to me, mama, Every time we need a new pair of curtains, I have to watch you go out and work in somebody's kitchen. Yeah, you tell me that. Oh, uh, where are you going? I'm going, but where? Just out this house somewhere. I'll come too. I don't want you to come. I got something to talk to you about, Walter. That's too bad. Still quiet, Walter Lee, sit down. I'm grown, man, mama. Uh, nobody said you wasn't grown, but you're still in my house and my presence. As And as long as you are, you talk to your wife, Sybil. Now sit down. Oh, let him go on out, drink himself to death. He makes me sick to my stomach. And you turned mine too, baby. That was my biggest mistake. Ah, uh, Walter, what's the matter with you? Matter with me? Aren't nothing that matters with me? Ah, uh, yes, there is. Something eating you up like crazy man. Something more than me not giving you this money. The past few years I've been watching this happen to you. You get all nervous acting and kind of wild in the eyes. I said, sit there now. I'm talking to you. Mama, I don't need no nagging at me today. Seems like you're getting to a place where you always tied up in some kind of knot about something. But what if anybody asks you about it, do you tell you? Uh, the house go out and drink somewhere, Walter Lee. People can't live with that. Ruth's good, patient girl in her way. But you're getting to be too much, boy. Don't make that mistake of driving that girl away from you. Why? What'd she do for me? She loves you. Mama, I'm going out. I want to go off somewhere and be myself for a while. Mama, I'm sorry about liquor store, son. It wasn't the thing for us to do. That's 
what I want to tell you about. I go to go out, Mama. He rises. It's dangerous, son. What's dangerous? When a man goes outside his home to look for peace, then why can there never be no peace in this house then? You don't found it someone other house? No, there aren't no women. Why do women always think that there is woman somewhere when a man gets restless? Do you know what's the money mean to me? Do you know what's this money can do for us? Mama, I want so many things. Yes, son. I want so many things that they are driving me kind of crazy. Mama, look at me. I'm looking at you. You're a good looking boy. You got a job, nice wife, a fine boy. A job? Mama, a job? I open and close cars all days. I drive a man around his this limousine and I says, yes, sir, no, sir, very good, sir. Shall I take the drive, sir? Mama, that's aren't no kind of job. That's aren't nothing at all. Mama, I don't know if I can make you understand. Understand what, baby? Sometimes it's like I see the future stretched out in front of me, just plain as day. The future hanging over there at the edge of my days, just waiting for me, a big looming blank space full of nothing, just waiting for me, but it don't have to be. Sometimes when I'm down, I pass them cool, quiet looking restaurants when them, while boy are sitting back and talking about things, sitting there, turning deals worth millions of dollars. Sometimes I see guys don't look much older than me. Son, how come you talk so much about money? Because it's life, mama. Oh, so now it's life. Money is life. Once upon a time, freedom used to be life. Now it's money. I guess the world really do change. No, it's always money, mama. You just didn't know about it. No, something has changed. You, something new, boy. In my time, we was worried about not being lynched and getting to the north if we could and how to stay alive and still have a pinch of dignity too. Now here come you and Benantha talking about things you aren't never even thought about hardly. Me and your daddy, you aren't satisfied or proud of nothing we done. I mean that you have a home that you kept out of trouble till you was grown. That you don't have to ride to work on the back of somebody's streetcar. You, my child, but how different we done become. You don't understand, Mama. You just don't understand, son. You don't know what your wife is expecting another baby. Walter stands in turn absorb what this mother has said. That's what she wanted to talk to about? Walter sinks down into the chair. This aren't for me to be telling, but how to know. She waits. I think Rata's talking about getting rid of that child. No, no, Rath wouldn't do that. When the world gets ugly enough, a woman will do anything for her family, the part that are already living. You don't know now, Rath, Mama, if you think she would do that. Rath opens the door, bath, bedroom door and stands there a little limp. Yes, I do, Walter. I gave her a $5 down payment. 
there is a total silence as the man stares as wife and the mother stares at her son well well son i'm waiting to hear you say something i'm waiting to hear how you be your father's son be the man he was your wife says she is going to destroy your child and waiting to hear you talk like him saying you saying we are people who give children life not who destroy them i'm waiting to see you stand up and look like your daddy and say we don't give up one baby to poverty and that we aren't going to give up nearly another one i'm waiting rat if you if you get a son of mine tell her walter picks up his keys and his coat and walks out she continues bitterly you and you are disgrace to your father memory somebody get in me hat so the scene too focuses on mama's effort to love and understand her children and also focuses on the fierce younger pride that mama is constantly trying to instill in her children and even uh, emphasize the clash of cultures between the american born black and the freekan as when the it is clear when benita and asagi love each other but there is a hint of a philosophical disagreement that they don't want to be together because of the difference in their culture and moreover ideas about money also fed the generational disconnection as mama for mama it's their family is more important but for the younger generation like rat and wattler uh, it's it's their like job and uh, like they want to invest money in the liquor store for them instead of family money is more important so it shows the generation gap here moreover her son walter he sees a different kind of freedom than mama does he's more concerned about better jobs and better material objects freedom of choice than money represents um he sees no reason to be like dressed well white like white men looking like a white man making million dollars unless his sister assimilation doesn't bother him he wants to american dream even if it's white the only one arath may be the only one who sees nothing positive about uh, her future and when this uh, like act ends the audience wasn't sure like what will the decision of arath about her baby and but they know whatever she does will give consequences to her family